One, two, three, four. Spoils of Akron. Chris and Liz today. Joined by Matt and Heather. Spoils of Akron, the Spoils of Akron podcast. You like that intro? I just said Matt and Heather, but who are Matt and Heather? I don't know. Who are they? They it's just not, wander Chris, in? Chris, please. To it, get some jalapeno bagels? It's not even a secret. They're the newest food truck entrepreneurs in Akron. They are starting a new food truck called Square Scullery, which is due to open in what, guys, a week and a half? Are you excited? Thank you for being here. Thank Absolutely. you for having, Thanks us. for having us. You're so welcome. This is big time. Like, is this like a long time coming? Was this a dream you've had for years now or was this a spur of the moment hey let's do this uh, it was kind of everything all in one it was something that we'd thought about and we've always wanted to kind of do of our own thing but uh it just kind of happened randomly all of a sudden too one of those things that you just jump and go for it it just showed itself to us and uh we did it now have you guys worked together before it, are you oh, both yeah. in the food industry yeah we've both been in the food industry for quite a while uh we, I was always in the kitchen. She served in a few different places here around Akron and down in Tennessee. She worked with me down there and the kitchen's down there. So we've pretty much been stuck to the hip. Whoa, hold the phones. What is this Tennessee business? All right, let's get a little background. Were you guys born and raised in Akron? Yes. Okay. And you recently moved down to which city in Tennessee? We moved down into in the Smoky Mountains. Smoky Mountains? Mm -hmm. And what took you down there? Uh, we went down there for our honeymoon after we got married and fell in love with uh, the area and just decided to up and leave everything, just took off and moved everybody down there and started a whole new chapter. She's nodding, so you're not lying, I guess. You're, no, okay. she's totally telling the truth. It's, <laughs> it's honest. <laughs> I was like, I don't know you yet. I don't know if I can trust what you're telling me. No, she's over here smiling and nodding. So you guys went down there. What brought you back to Akron? Akron. Was it Chris? Chris was here and... I mean, he has... You missed Beautiful. him? Did you know him before you <laughs> left and you just couldn't stay away? You wanted him to go with you and he didn't? Well, I wish we knew him. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Akron as it is, I mean, even when we left, we were always talking about, you know, how proud of Akron and we really kept our heritage while we were down there. Just, it's an amazing place and we really enjoyed it. And we did really well for ourselves while we were down in Tennessee, but these are more our people, more our speed of things. So. We love community, too. That was one thing that was really kind of lacking um, oh, okay. down there. I mean, we loved it. We had amazing opportunities. I started my own business, and he got his first executive, executive chef position at a catering company, and we just exploded. Um, but it wasn't home. Akron's where the heart is. So you had great jobs down there, but it wasn't enough. You wanted um, the sense of community that Akron offers. Absolutely. Uh, I'm assuming, you know, and this is probably a big part of it too, your families are up here and, and you yes. probably miss them and there's nothing like being in the same city as your family. Um, it's, it's not that it's not worth moving away sometimes and um, exploring other things and you still keep in touch with your family, but if you're able to live the lifestyle you want and have them nearby, that's always nice. That and having munchkins too. Oh, yeah, sorry. it was definitely one of the best things for us. I mean, it really made us grow and it really made us realize that we can do all these things on our own without help from anybody else. I mean, we didn't have any family or friends down there, but we started a whole new you know, family and friends down there. Uh, we supported ourselves, didn't really need help from anybody else, and it was a just a really good learning thing, you know, to have that support and be able to know that we could make it through just about everything. Chris, I think I heard the word munchkins. I heard her say it. Yeah, and they weren't talking about those little donuts. They're oh, actually human munchkins. <laughs> I was like, where are they, two, where two are kids, they hiding right? those? Yes. <laughs> and, I mean, we should always have donuts on hand. Always. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have donuts today, but look at these little puppies. Uh, I cut up. I popped them in the pizza oven right before the interview. You guys help yourselves. These are from the farm and flea market yesterday. Thank you so much, Chris, for coming out to the market yesterday, by the way. And I just want to take a second to thank anybody who's listening that came because uh, it was a successful market. The people that came out seemed to really enjoy themselves, and the vendors couldn't uh, be more appreciative of you guys coming out and showing your love. So if any of our listen listeners came and or helped uh, 
share the word about the, the Akron Farm and Flea Market yesterday, which was Sunday. Uh, we really appreciate that. And we've got these bagels on the table right now from Our Daily Bread Bake Bakery. These are cheddar and jalapeno bagels that I, I went around and purchased purchased some items and these were some of them and I thought I'd share them with you guys today so by all means have at them they are a little spicy with the jalapeno do you guys like spicy I love spicy do you put it do you do do you do spicy food when you cook is this I I do I throw a little bit of heat in there okay some things I try to keep moderate you know for everybody else to be able to manage but I I do tend to go on a little bit spicier side of things sometimes Uh uh Chris you had a bite of these did you like yeah they're really good and speaking of spice um not your daddy's. Not your hot daddy's. Sauce was here yesterday. You guys ever have their hot sauce? It's I have. it is got a wallop. Yeah, <laughs> it man. Packs a wallop. Yeah. Oh, it's good. We sell it in the shop, and they were here set up yesterday. Yeah. And this is what I'm talking about. Um, how how great of a market it was. They completely sold out of their product yesterday. Oh, wow. Awesome. It, it was a great turnout. Congrats, Liz, on organizing all that. It was it was a perfect day for it. Excellent turnout. Um, I love the the vintage. Uh, ac- uh, emphasis on the vendors, um, food trucks, and hopefully this square scullery will be a part of the future farm and fleas if, if everything goes awesome. according to plan, right? Well, I would love soon. that. If you guys are willing, I would love to have you at the July market. Absolutely. We would love Absolutely. to be there. Absolutely. Because you will wait. be brand spanking new, and I'm sure that you'll be all the rage, and um, I could see people coming to the market just to see you guys and try your stuff. And they're, they're probably one of the only food trucks I know of in town that actually named their food truck. She's Betty, right? Her name is Big Black Betty. Big Black Betty. And tell us about Betty and how you came about acquiring her and what you know how she's kind of different than other food trucks. Uh, well, we kind of came across her as just about everything else that anybody buys anymore off of Craigslist. Uh, we just pondering through and... There she was, and she was up in Cleveland, so it was close. And we figured, why? well, what the heck, why not try to contact them, see if we can work something out. Uh, we went up and looked at it. She was a little dirty, a little beat up, but, I mean, it, it still had good bones. And we made the people an offer, and they accepted it. So we, And they are pretty, just amazing Yeah, they've been really too. supportive, and, you know, they've been helping us along. It was an actual food truck prior to us having it. It was called Hibaro. What did, was it their food truck? They it, operated it? It was their food truck, yeah. Okay, so they can even give you some good pointers about running a food truck oh, business. absolutely. You've got a little, that's really nice, almost like a, a mentor who's handing that oh, truck over to you. Exactly. We, we got as, we've as been picking their brains as much as possible as we've been going through about regulations and how, you know, how health inspectors want everything and, you know, where we can get into and what we can do to just make ourselves that much better. And I think we're going to hit the ground pretty, pretty fast running. That is awesome that they're helping you. Wow. That's, so that's supportive. invaluable to have that help. And this truck is, is larger than the typical food truck, right? Mm. Yeah. She's a beast. She's a is beast. it a food Winnebago? <laughs> she's about, about 27 feet long. So, I mean, Say she's, it is. she's definitely a big. A food-a-bago. A food-a-bago. <laughs> oh, my God. That's perfect. It's our house slash restaurant slash. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could put a nice little living area in there probably. Nice Some couch. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's, you know, most trucks are anywhere from 14 to 18 feet. Some of them around like 20. We're about 27 feet. So it was a... Good Lord. It was a former <laughs> snap-on tool truck. So Is it, it a school bus? I mean, what? It's close. It's not it's much close. further off. Dang, where do you guys store it? Or is that not uh, anything moment, you want to tell people? Yeah, at the moment, we're, we're building everything ourselves. So I'm just saying it's so big. I mean, do you keep it on your own property or i wish eventually we would like for that to be at least at our house so right now it's at matt's parents house um in norton so they Mm -hmm. have more space um we've we've gotten it in our driveway yeah it does fit very very tight but it it does fit in our driveway (laughs) i bet it really stands out in the neighborhood just saying (laughs) yeah just a little people probably notice that when they walk by and can't get through on the sidewalk We were cracking up because we did a promo video for our, our Kickstarter, and we took pictures of it and everything. We had it parked in front of the house, and, like, everyone was going, like, five miles per hour. Like, 
scoping it out, big eyed, pointing at it, and we're like, yeah. That's a, a good advertisement. Oh, yeah. That's tr the truck in the yard, it's gonna get some attention. And people actually like drove the speed limit and under down our drive, or you know, down our street, which Chris knows is a big deal. It's a rarity, right? It so is. people fly down that road. I'm we like, have that problem in my neighborhood too. I was gonna say, are you guys neighbors or No, we we've discussed it before okay. though. Having kids, you, you, you start to cringe when people drive too fast. Chris, stop isolating me because I don't have kids. <laughs> I'm sorry. Aww. Can we all just take a moment? Aww. That's all right. I have cheddar jalapeno bagels. <laughs> so good. I have these kids. I have you, you, can, you can you adopt my, my kids. I eat my pain. I eat hey, my, my lack of children. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know. I'm associating not having kids with food issues. I don't Anyone know. with kids would, would, would be honored to have you be like the honorary godmother or stepmother you know what's or... cool I, I have really good friends with really awesome kids and that's what i love we spoil them or love on them like crazy and they mean so much to us i mean and then yeah. they go home yeah i know i'm chocolate well, sugar I think of it. like if, if i had my own kids i wouldn't be able to um give those kids as much attention you know it'd be like i can't even imagine how much time that takes and so i i'm glad that i get to spend it with these other kids and you know my niece my goddaughter good friends kids you know, if I was all about Urban my kids, is your baby. Is, you know, years ago, someone said, I mean, we hear this all the time. It gets old, but it's funny. You know, it's to be expected. People are always like are always asking when we're going to have kids. I totally have bagel in my mouth. I'm sorry. And um, <laughs> and so one year we got that on a Facebook post. Someone put that like something about us having kids. And we put I put I have a kid. First name Urban. Last name Eats. And it's true. The business takes all that time and energy as well. Um, and I'm not the most organized person, so I can't imagine dividing my attention. But I know that if and when you have children, you just make it work. That's what I hear. No, you yeah. incorporate them into it, too. I mean, we've had the kids out there helping us sand down the truck and paint things. And, yeah, you clean know, those toilets. Free labor. Scrub, scrub yeah. that. Yeah, free labor. That's you know, awesome. Teaches them a good lesson. <laughs> That's right. Character building. That's right. <laughs> Nothing like getting dirty and covered in paint. I mean, what, Any, what else do you want more as a kid? Anything can be covered under character building, really. If you tell your kid, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's character building. It's, it's good for you. <laughs> yeah, it's good for you. Totally. <laughs> but then they ask why. Because yes. I said so. Yes. Well, where do you work right now? What do you guys do in the meantime leading up to opening the truck? Uh, I work next door at Crave at the moment. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. We love Crave. I love, I, Crave. I love Crave. I love, I love that mac and cheese. Ooh, yeah. Oh, chicken yeah, mac and cheese. I've made a lot of those. <laughs> I'm sure. I say it to everybody who asks, or anytime Crave comes up, favorite burger and fries in town. Favorite burger and fries in town. When Lori's on that grill, I do get mine modified. I get the zero aioli, zero crispy fries, because oh, I, don't, I don't think they need it. The burger, the meat, is so juicy and so good. And I just like the classic pickle, um, ketchup, Sorry. onion, mustard situation. Then those fries on the side, it's it's just classic American burger style, but it's- The classic, and that's what we call it. See, when people order that, the good old just American cheese, pickle ketchup and tomato, yeah. I mean, that's, that's And a American classic. cheese, that you get your choice of cheese, but Iron Chef Gornicelli once said, and I love this, she goes, American cheese is the cheese that was meant for a burger. Like, and if an Iron Chef says that, I'm very comfortable also saying, yeah, that's the cheese I like on my burger. <laughs> I'll, I'll venture out sometimes. I like other cheeses too, but, it just goes so well. You're a girl of my own heart. I'm, it's so good. <laughs> I like things a certain way. What kind of food do you like? He cooks at Crave. Um, are you part of the cooking scene at all as well? If not, what do you like to eat? I'm getting better uh -huh. because, I mean, I am married to a chef. I have to. But um, he's taken me from eating like a two-year-old to like maybe... Little, maybe uh, five. Maybe like a, like a four-year-old. Oh. <laughs> I'm he's, doing better. He's, he's, he's giving me more credit than I deserve. Giving you full-blown um, credit there. Fifteen-year-old. Um, no, I mean I'm I'm more of like I don't know. I just like a grilled cheese. Or, Everything's separated. Every nice. Everything yeah, nice and everything simple. Everything has to be separated. I can't have my food <laughs> yeah. touch sauce on the side. Wow. It's bad. That's, that's a lot of pressure on you, Mister. You have to make all that happen. Whoa! Yeah. Don't let that touch that. <laughs> He's getting pretty better. We've been oh, together for 10 years, so. I'd like all my condiments on separate plates, please. Exactly. <laughs> it's not far off, yeah. It's not far um, off. Yeah. But no, I mean, I, I am getting better, but really just about anything that, because I refuse to eat ribs. I hate eating meat off a bone, but I'll eat his ribs. And I'm not just saying that because I'm biased. Like, is, is it's that a legitimately euphemism? good. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now the kids, the other hand, they'll eat just about anything. I mean, we can throw just about any sort of food at them, and they'll they'll at least try it. But they're they're pretty good about eating. That's awesome. It's a built-in focus group for your menu, right? Oh, and our oldest, he's definitely uh, very. He criticizes it very heavily. He'll tell me if my chicken's dry, or he'll tell me if it needs more salt. That's adorable. How old is he? He's eight. Okay. He's so got a he, nose he knows, on him too. He knows what's up. Yeah, he he'll be sitting in the other room and he like, oh, I, you're making mac and cheese, or you know, he, like he can smell it and know what's going on in the kitchen. So he's he's pretty uh, into it. Am I allowed to ask? Can you tell us what kind of menu you're gonna have or what's gonna be on it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we tried to do kind of an eclectic menu uh, for the first rollout and stuff. We kept it a little bit simpler, but it still sounds pretty darn good. I think I I would say. Um, we're doing beet pickled deviled eggs over arugula salad with Ohio black garlic vinaigrette. We are doing deep fried Brussels sprouts with ancho chili aioli. And we're also doing honey braised spaghetti squash salad. Ooh, Those are kind of like awesome. our appetizers. Uh, for entrees, we are doing our polenta cakes, which is something that we've just kind of been doing for a while since I've gotten started just doing like little side jobs that people just really seem to love. But they're uh, goat cheese and roasted red pepper polenta cakes with citrus braised pork, and then we do like a red cabbage shaped slaw on top and uh, sambal aioli. So it's got a little bit of that heat in there, but it's got the vinegar and stuff to kind of tone it down. It's really hearty, and it's you know it's a real nice mix of things. Uh, let's see. That, that spaghetti squash salad sounds awesome. Yeah, that, it's really did you refreshing. Say honey glazed. Honey braised. Honey braised. Yeah, so we roast. I got the, the aged in there. We roast the spaghetti squash, <laughs> scrape it out, make a nice big batch of the uh, spaghetti, and then we'll uh, braise it down a little bit of honey and vinegars and other spices and stuff, and then Ooh. it'll be served cold with a couple other little things. And I want some of that. It's so colorful. Yeah, it's everything's very bright, very colorful. Yum. Know. Let's see here. What else are we having? Uh, everybody kept bugging us about tacos. Everybody was joking. Are you guys going <laughs> to have tacos? Are you guys going to have tacos? It's like tacos are the new American cheeseburger. Like they, everybody's all about the tacos. They really are. So Especially we, off a truck. Like it's a thing. Yeah. Everyone expects tacos. So. So we, we gave in and I decided we're going to do uh, crispy chicken tacos, but instead of tortillas, we're going to use like real thin pancakes. Nice. And we'll do crispy chicken and it'll have like a... Uh, Does that taste like a chicken and waffle kind of thing then? Yeah. Just yeah. kind of a weird a taco take on mm -hmm. chicken and waffles and it'll have a spicy black pepper uh, jelly. So we'll make our own jelly and stuff for that. And um, your influences and things like that. Were to, have you worked at other Akron area restaurants? I know you said you cooked in, or you catered uh, down in um, Tennessee. Yeah, I've been all over Northeast Ohio, really. I mean, you, you learned to cook here in Akron then. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Any special influences? Any special chefs you want to? I mean, really, I, I, I try to take everything that I learned from everywhere I've been. I mean, Crave has been a huge influence the way he mixes flavors and stuff. I mean, he's a really great guy, really great chef, and just, you know. He is, man. He is such a nice dude. Sometimes I feel like I bug him because I ask him so many questions, but I mean, he's He's, he's never... so talented. He's so, so nice. Mm -hmm. Such a great businessman. I mean, I cannot say I'm with you enough good things about Aaron Hervey. Like, I, I have to agree. And, and you know, and, he, and he's somebody who busts his hump, and he's always behind the scenes, so he doesn't get that limelight around town necessarily. The restaurant does, and everybody loves it, which is mm -hmm. what he wants and why he's doing it, you know, for the business. But um, he's somebody that, you know, you don't see him in the paper all the time. His name doesn't come up all the time, um, you know, in interviews like this and things like that. Uh, it's almost because it's just, like, a given that he's working. It's... Like, it's almost like I feel like he's almost taken for granted. And so I just almost want to, like, put him up on a pedestal for a minute and tell everybody how awesome that guy is. And he's there. You like, know, I work, where, just, I work next just, to him yeah, every day. Yeah. Like, J my Jason used to work with him. And um, Zach, who we interviewed before, I know you mm -hmm. said he listened to the Zach Hurt in interview. Zach, of course, now owns Crave. So for no him I'm sorry, worked at Crave, now, um, now runs, owns and runs Nuevo. Thank you, I'm sorry. He, of course, uh, helped him along the way as well. So for him to have that sort of confidence, A, as well as just the general niceness to help somebody along while they're starting their other food project here in town, 
I mean, that just speaks volumes. Absolutely. I mean, a lot of the people in this area, you know, a lot of these chefs that have been in Akron in this area are coming out of his place. Like you said, Zach, I mean, with Nuevo, and then he's even opening up his new place up in Cleveland. I know. Well, Zach's opening a new place in Cleveland, mm -hmm. but this is really cool. Aaron Hervey's opening a new place in Cuyahoga Falls. That's right, the cantina. That's right. So if everybody out there didn't know, there's going to be a Crave Cantina opening in Cuyahoga Falls. That's so exciting. I cannot wait to go. More tacos! That's what I'm talking about. Everybody, <laughs> tacos every, for everybody. Yeah, tacos everybody for everybody wants tacos. <laughs> it's like people can't get enough of them. What's your favorite food? I mean, I. It's really hard to just kind of pick one thing. I mean, oh, let's do this. Okay, I'm gonna give you a second to think about it. Chris, what's your favorite food? Oh boy, um, I'm do gonna have to say fried chicken. <laughs> yeah, that's a good I, one. I love fried chicken. Who has your favorite fried chicken in town? Um, in Akron. In Akron. I know mine. I know mine. I, I, don't I know, know mine. I, I know mine. I grew up on Barberton chickens. So. That's the famous oh, one. Yeah. Chicken. I, I've heard about that Barberton yeah, chicken. I've it, heard. It's although I I don't know and when I have it anymore for health reasons I can't really eat right. a lot. Right. Yeah. You can't have fried chicken every day. But. So I'm you know too old for once or twice all the time. once or twice a year when you're just craving yeah, but some it's, good fried chicken. It's a good treat. It, it always seems better than before I eat it. Then after I eat it I'm just too full <laughs> and it's too greasy. But the, the after effects. Yeah. <laughs> of overdosing <laughs> on fried chicken. I love so, Rasissi's. Has anybody had Rasissi's or Rasici's? I, I have Rizzi's. had that. Yeah, that's... R-A-S-I-C-C-I. -I. That's right down the street from me. Yeah. They have pizza. They're known for okay. pizza. But, man, they have really good fried chicken and JoJo's. You, you know who else does? Farmer Boys. Oh, on, I never tried On Cuyahoga Falls Avenue, right? In, in North Hill. Or on North Hill. What about so. you? What about you? What's your favorite food? I think country fried steak. Yeah, that's close to a chicken. Oh, yeah. It's got those flavors. Just about. Uh, Matt makes the best. Nice. Amazingly, that's like the one thing that he can always make that I'm just like, oh my god. You can eat that can every you day. Please make that. Can you please? And it's the one thing like he totally downplays. Like no, like it's okay. It's just okay. Country I've, fried steak. I'm like no, for real. I bet you had some good country fried steak down south. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh I'll yeah. Betcha. And I'll that's betcha. really where he picked up a lot of you know cooking flavors too so that's been interesting um to watch evolve also oh yeah the south was fun i mean there's there's a whole mess of different things that you know they use down there and i mean it just everywhere you go there's always different flavors all right you've had a whole two minutes <laughs> what you got what's your favorite i mean really at the moment i i'm kind of on a raw fish kick at the moment okay. i mean i love a little sashimi yeah i love sashimi and tuna tartare and poke and you know just anything that has that that real nice clean raw fish with you know vinegars and heat and fresh I was gonna vegetables say, you know what my favorite thing about that stuff is i can't have it without some wasabi oh yeah you gotta <laughs> love wasabi like that ginger and that wasabi makes it for me without it i'm It'll a blow little the top of your head off like, like wasabi, we went to cilantro remember over the winter <laughs> We, we had our holiday podcast dinner. It wasn't a podcast. It was more like a celebration. There's two other co-hosts. So Cody and Ryan and Chris and myself went to cilantro. <laughs> and we're trying to get them to try more foods around town and venture out of their comfort zones. And Cody especially was just like, he got like meat, like baby spicy noodles or something, and he couldn't eat that. It was pretty funny. Like, they're babies. Yeah. Not, not not like it literally, so but, we were, but they're so much younger than us. It's so funny. We, so we were trying we're, to get them. Well, here, on. try a little spoonful of wasabi. It's not you know trying to like push, push them. <laughs> You'll love it. It'll it'll cool that heat down. You know, we're messing with them. Um, well, so, that's awesome. So how about you? What's, oh, my what's favorite. Your, what's shoot. your thing? Well, I was asking. I wasn't thinking. I don't know. Uh, come on. <laughs> I don't, you want to know what's crazy? I can tell you my five favorite foods, but I don't know if I could nail one. But I always know my five favorite foods. Okay. So what are the and, five? And they're, they're very simple. I love um, olives, a really perfect, juicy, sweet, chilled orange, like a perfect orange out of the fridge. It's got to be chilled and juicy. Um, I love king crab legs. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Bacon has just yeah crispy crispy yeah. bacon. Yeah, you can't is, go wrong with bacon. I think ever. that's ninety percent yes. of Americans, but I it's up there. It's awesome. And um, oh, what's my last one? I'm forgetting. Mm, well, you got four anyway. So let's make a dish with all these things. And put them all together. A bacon pizza. wrapped olives, <laughs> stuffed in oranges with king crab legs. With king crab yeah. legs. It could yes. be the Liz special off oh, the truck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
well, thank you. I'm honored, but I don't want you to not sell your food. So <laughs> <laughs> you might want to rethink it. Um, I'm so excited for you guys. Where do you guys plan to operate? Like once you're open, they have the food truck Fridays now mm-hmm. in Akron, mm-hmm. right? So where um, else? Do you, why don't we start by telling everybody where that is? Well, we did get into two food truck Fridays. So okay. because we're getting a little bit later of a start, which gotcha. was unintentional, um, we are getting into two. Where so, do they Where do they have those again? Tell everybody. That's in the medical district. Yeah, right up on off of West Market. Child Guidance and Family yeah. Solutions parking yes. lot. Um, yeah, off of off of West. I think I think that might be East or Market Street. East Market, yeah, yeah. Um, but you're right in the medical corridor, mm-hmm. so to speak. So. Which which two will you be at? Give everybody well, a heads up. We'll be there July eighth and August. I can't remember what the August date was, but it's one of the okay. other ones in August. Gotcha, gotcha. Just go every Friday in August, and you'll find. Yeah, it, right? we'll be there. <laughs> and now you're going to be at the Akron Farm and Flea Market. Uh, correct. Yes, yay! <laughs> which we just decided today, and I'm so excited. We are um, too. Um, we got into Odd Mall, which will be, uh, you know, the Backyard Bash in Hudson. So that's actually also on the 8th. So we'll have, um, in the morning, we'll be at um, Food Truck Friday, and then we'll be, you know, hurrying off pretty quickly off to Odd Mall. So we'll be there Friday night, Saturday. Um, Thursday night, we'll be at the Akron Bazaar. Potentially, yes. And then in that morning, we'll be at Farm and Flea. Dun, on dun, Sunday. <laughs> it's a busy week. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like our opening week too. So it looks like our rollout party for the truck will be July third. So just to give us enough time to nice. make sure we cross all T's, dot all I's. Um have you guys uh pra- been able to practice the operation at all yet? A little bit, yeah. Um, with friends and family and stuff like that. But I think the rollout will be our first official like, you know hitting the ground running so it's, it's gonna be fun it's it's gonna be a learning experience while we go but we're so ready for it scala just came by and gave he, matt a high, high five <laughs> oh just to, just to matt nothing else air high five i know what's up he's like i know that dude he cooks <laughs> um chef life chef life yeah, yeah. Exactly. they ha- they always have i don't know what it is it's like it's a thing it is a thing it's like when they all see each other it's just this hey what i don't know there's a special kind of like what's up in their eyes or something some sort of weird connection that you guys have yeah i mean akron's small enough too anybody that cooks around here usually knows just about everywhere else anytime yeah. anybody new starts somewhere you're like oh where'd you work at yeah oh yeah i worked over here oh yeah i knew so and so over there or so and so over true. there it's it's a weird little community but everybody knows just about everybody no for real when i started dating him um he's uh kind of quieter kind of soft-spoken to people who don't know him Uh right so i was just getting to know him and he was like kind of quiet and sweet um but then you know he was chatty around me once i got to know to know him a little better but i never thought you know overall i thought he was kind of a quiet guy out in the community i should say or I don't know how to explain it, but we'd go out to dinner somewhere or go places around town. And everywhere everywhere we went, especially restaurants, you'd always hear like a scala, like from across the room or walking by. And I'm like, <laughs> like, you're that guy? You're like, scala. Like, I just didn't expect that. And then I come to find that that's, and I didn't know, um, for somebody who cooks in Akron in a small to medium-sized town, that's what's up. Like, he's worked in all these restaurants. You know, he worked at Piatto back in the day. He gets around. Yeah, he's Don't been. We all. He ran. If anybody out there remembers Fuel, do you guys remember Fuel? It was on Very, the corner. Okay, it was uh, where the subway subway is on the corner of Exchange and Main now. Okay. It was a martini lounge. Is that right? I'm looking at him, and he had um, basically the run of the kitchen there. He was the the kitchen manager for Fuel, which. Uh, and they kicked out a lot of fun food because he could just order anything he wanted, which is like a chef's dream and, oh, and yeah. produce whatever he wanted. But man, I hear stories about that place and, and just on and on. And then there's people that just will forever remember each other from those jobs, whether they're dishwashers or servers or line cooks or what have you. There's this whole community of you guys. It's pretty cool. You, we should have like a party, like a restaurant industry party here in Musica. <laughs> Yeah, that would be quite intense. It I mean, would, because I always hear about all your stuff. The most interesting <laughs> people, too, working in restaurants. Yeah, kitchen staff and stuff, you guys always partied hard and a lot of drinking, a lot of smoking. So yeah, I, maybe I should back we off, watch out what I'm asking for here. <laughs> but, yeah, I hear, I've heard some stories. 
Definitely so. How did you guys, how did you and Jason meet Matt? I just kind of met him in the back alley, really. Okay, so just from <laughs> oh, you were really? perfect yeah, way to meet your friends. Wow. <laughs> This is my morning cigarette, and there he is. Just kept saying hi, and we kept, you know, started talking. Maybe I don't want to know anymore about that. No. It's where you meet the best people in the back alleys. I cannot. Most cooks spend their good portion of their lives sitting, hanging out in the back alleys. Behind the restaurants. I I can totally, I can totally clarify, listeners. I swear, this is the alley, uh, not our red brick alley known as Maiden Lane, but the little, what we call dumpster alley mm-hmm. <laughs> behind Crave that connects the alley with High Street. That's where, you know, the Crave staff might take breaks. That's and where the magic happens. That's where the magic happens. I've seen some magic happen over there, I'll tell you what. There, one time it was winter time, and we were all um, hanging out out back. There's, you know, people just wander and meander. It's a cut through, you know, to get from the one uh, level of the neighborhood to the next and stuff, and people were hanging out back there, and it was, I think, Crave's Christmas party, holiday party, maybe. And so people were hanging out back there, anyone who, um, you know, smokes cigarettes or what have you, which we don't, but I just remember one of the people was out there, Jody, who was this awesome server at Crave, uh, slipped, <laughs> broke a beer bottle that he was holding in his hand, and it cut his hand. So there's a little medical emergency out there. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, gosh. And plus, it's so slick. It's got grease back there and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I remember all kinds of fun, just silly stories back there. And um, Jody, I have to give credit to. Not only was he a super awesome person and and worked at Crave for years, but he is the one. He was also a baker. He made the original peanut butter and chocolate brownie at Crave. He's the one. Oh, okay. And they were the bomb. And they're good now, but they're not quite, not quite. the same. I've never had those. I, I oh, must really? try one. Yeah, I yeah. love peanut butter. That's He moved out to San Francisco, and uh, I remember even when he was still here, the owner, uh, Deanna, who was part owner at the time, wanted to buy that recipe off him, and he wouldn't sell it. <laughs> True story. Smart chef. <laughs> So anyway, the restaurant industry and, and all the people that work and bust their hums behind the scenes, uh, shout out to all of you guys, and uh, who knows, maybe maybe we'll end up having a party after all, and we'll just say, come one, come all, but you have to show your little restaurant working ID to get in or something. And, <laughs> and just show behavior. all the scars yeah. on your hands and yeah. wrists. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you know. Little burn marks oh, and yeah. cut marks and all that fun stuff. You guys work hard. I know you guys work so hard. Yeah, when you when you meet somebody that's been doing it for a long time, you shake their hands and you can feel the calluses and you, you pretty much know what they oh, do. Oh, Jason, give me your hand. Yep. Got a little. <laughs> oh yeah, he's right there. The good old knife callus. Yep. They're we pretty were, predominant. We were talking what about what an awesome dude Aaron Hervey is. We were. Oh, yeah. yeah, Jason loves him. Everybody loves that guy. Chris, what do you think? Do you have um, any special chefs in town that that you re- really respect or? I I can't say I know a lot of chefs. I I'm yeah, I'm not really that well connected. Although in my younger years I did cook and wait I was tables. Gonna, I was going to say, 20s. but yeah. you you worked in the industry. Yeah, but uh, the chain restaurants like Red Lobster and Macaroni uh-huh. Grill and yeah, but it's it's not easy work. <laughs> you come home smelling like wherever you're cooking that day. Yeah, completely. I was working on tap when yeah, I'd smell like, wings. like onions. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right, yeah, it's later. it's hard CJ. work on both ends. Bye, Jason Scala Pants. <laughs> <laughs> um, the servers work hard too, so. Oh, yeah. absolutely! Couldn't do it without them. Yippers. I, I still story. critique servers, and when I have an empty cup of something, I'm like, if, if I were waiting on this section, yeah, there would be an empty glass. For real. No, if you were a server and you were a good server, a you will spaz. always do that. And <laughs> yeah. I always do that. I know, and I, mean, I haven't served for probably five or six years now, so even still, like, I'm probably the. And I try so hard. Like, I'm not a, a brat when we go out to eat, but there's some things it's like, oh. Yeah, no, my I thing is better I, than that. Any good server, if you want to be a good server, you know what the, the key is? Eye contact. If people want your attention, they're going to be looking at you. And if you're oh, not yeah. even looking for that, if you're just, like, walking by and not making eye contact or looking for that from your customers, that's, that's like, where it's at. Because when somebody needs something and they're constantly waiting for it and they're not getting it and they're looking at you and you're not looking at them and you walk by three times, all you have to do is look and you'll see that they want you. Oh, yeah. You know, right. whether it's something important or something not important. If they're having conversation and eating and they're fine, there's nothing to worry about. But if they're looking up and they're looking around and they're looking at you, you know, you need to notice that. They need you. Yeah, man. 
And and it's yeah, amazing how many times it's amazing how many times you can be out to dinner and that does not happen. You know what I mean? You're you're looking at them, you're waiting for the check, whatever you're needing something, and you're just looking at, and they don't even look over. So yeah, people to feel me, kind of funny, like actually asking for something too. You know, without having to grab grab somebody's attention. You know, you don't want to stand out. So you, that eye contact, you're right. It makes a big difference. If you just look, okay, yeah, you need something. You know, I don't want to have to go, uh, you know, but, waving at people trying to get a glass of water. Right. And, and it's weird. It's like the standard's gone down a lot. It's like anymore. Like we were someplace the other day, and I love the food there, and I love the people, and I'm supportive. So I'm not even going to name them because I don't want to talk badly about them at all. But we we were waiting, and we, and we had to get up and go find the server to ask for our check and it's a small place so she might have been busy but it it might be the same place i'm thinking of (laughs) because seriously this place i love their food it's delicious especially their eggs benedict but um i it's like every time i go there it's like it's it's nightmarish how slow the services you know what though i was in as you know i was in paris uh, about a month ago and talk about that's one of the big cultural differences is how the restaurants work over there totally different so just talking about this reminds me i i'm not kidding like we have it chop chop have it made compared to um the service over there because they charge more for their dishes but you don't tip so i guess that's probably a big part of it but holy cow you cannot track your server down like it's crazy you you a don't go out to lunch or dinner if you don't have like two to three hours to spend because really that's how they experience i guess food and when you go it's a social experience and you talk to whoever you're with for that much time and it's just very it's a very stretched out meal the whole it, thing. it's not convenience i i used to no. in my past job i went to italy a number of times and yeah it's the same way you're gonna spend three hours at a restaurant and they don't bring the checks you have to ask for it they don't automatically bring them Period. Um, they will not bring the, the bills on, unless you ask for it. Um, things, you know, the food takes a, a long time to come out, and the whole thing is just way stretched out. So if you have to be somewhere, or let's say you're catching a show afterward, you like almost have to let them know right then when you sit down up front that you're pressed for time or what have you. It's a totally I, I wasn't ready for that. I thought that they were ignoring us because we were Americans the first time we went out to lunch. <laughs> but then I found out it's, that's the case everywhere, that that's the, the norm there. Well, how about a European-themed food truck where you take like three hours? You know, you just <laughs> let people stand there and just take your time, make it a cultural experience. Unfortunately, <laughs> we're going to be set up to be really quick. Yeah. I, oh, I, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. Is it's it efficient. That, uh, not quite European style then, maybe. <laughs> that's what people want. That's like... It when is. food we, trucks get lines, so if you're kicking that food out, that makes yeah. people happy. Mm-hmm. We've built the truck to kind of accommodate that as well. Same with the menu. Everything's real quick and easy and still comes out with good high quality and good flavor and good look to it. And also, you know, we have two separate windows. So now instead of, I don't know, a lot of food trucks, you walk up to a window, you order the food, you step back, you wait there, and then you have to walk up to the same window to get your food. Ours, you... You created a waiting window. We really did. Pretty that's, much. Yeah. That's, that's genius. Awesome. That's so simple and so smart. And so, yeah, we, you walk up to the order window, which, you know, Heather will be standing at, and we even kind of modified that as well. Uh, the truck had a built-in generator that we weren't using, and it had kind of like an extra box inside the truck. So we tore out the generator, cut out the box, and now we have a step down. So that means Heather's almost face-to-face with the customers instead of trying to reach up to everybody. It's just kind of like a little add-on to make things a little bit easier. You put so much thought into this. I love this. We did. And then so you place your order there, and then you walk over to the other window, and hopefully pretty quickly after that you should be able to get it. So that way we don't have that confusion of people coming to the same window trying to get their food and stuff as well. And I I think for that reason, probably many others, but that's one of the reasons I think you'll be successful because you're thinking about the customer experience. Mm -hmm. I get the feeling of a lot of food trucks, they're just thinking about money, and and efficiency and getting people in and out as quick as possible or passing by as quickly as possible so it's it's you put a yeah like liz said you put a lot of thought into that and that's gonna i think it'll pay off for you you know I think it'll so stand too. out and that was the beauty of you know yeah the truck was it was kind of dirty and it really needed a lot of work but you know my dad's a contractor and he's built restaurant kitchens and stuff before so we kind of had that you know i lucked out you know that's just kind of what i grew up in so between me and him we've designed this whole thing to work how i i saw it fit 
and pretty much anything that I could say, he was like, oh, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we'll figure it out, you know. Oh, I so, love I mean, that attitude. Yeah. That's like my favorite kind of person to work with. Is, oh, yeah. Yeah, we can make it happen. Uh. He's just a genius when it comes to that. He looks at something, or if I say something and just kind of give him a slight idea, he's like, oh, I'll figure it out. Dude, that's priceless. Between the people that sold, sold you the truck that are giving you all mm -hmm. of their great food truck advice and your dad who's a contractor helping you make your modifications come to fruition and, and take plays like and, yeah. it's like this was meant to be you're doing exactly it what was. you're supposed I to mean, be doing it's really wild how it came right. together too and nice. we've been working on this for going on eight months now so this has been a long time coming um, but totally worth it especially you know getting to the point where he was able to totally rip I mean we totally gutted the truck there was nothing pre-existing that stayed within the truck except for the driver's seat so you know, everything came out, everything was replaced, redone, um, totally exactly to what he wanted. So it's been custom. completely worth it. Oh, yeah. Totally custom. Everything custom. And I think that's a good thing that they left the driver's seat in, Chris. It seems like, you know, you want to leave one little piece of that truck in there. I don't know. Yeah. It's like a good omen or a good little something special that was original to the truck. Betty, I think, would appreciate that. I, I, we'd like to think she does. <laughs> <laughs> now you call her Big Black Betty? Mm -hmm. Yes. And I can't help but think of the song, Black Betty? Bam -a -lam. <laughs> so is that like your thing? Is that going to be blaring from the truck while you serve? I think it should be. We've talked about it. In fact, it was funny. I was like, because um, I've been making our website, and I was like, oh, we should have a picture of Betty. And like every time you scroll over, it'd be like, bam, a lamb. You know? <laughs> and have some fun with it. But we haven't gotten quite that far. It started because... He wanted to paint it matte black. Well, his name's Matt. So it's black. It turned into Betty. We like puns. We're punny people. So we uh, gave him that southern feel. We added, you know, the wood grain to it, and we got the the window coverings or corrugated tin roof. So you know, I honestly, I'm kind of excited for like a rainy day, and we're sitting out there serving food because it's going to sound like you're sitting underneath like a porch with a tin roof out there. Oh my gosh, this, That's thing, cool. this yeah. thing is going to be so cool looking. I can envision that, like the matte black, the wood grain, the, the tin roof. That's mm -hmm. it, I can tell you guys are like not just putting the, uh, the functional end of it into place, like with your modifications, but I can tell the design is going to be sweet. And we really lucked out. Uh, we actually bartered for all our vinyls and stuff for the truck, too. So everything that we, all our vinyls are, the logos and the phone numbers and the websites and all those kind of things. Uh, there's a group up in Cleveland, they're called So Far Sound, and they promote like a like pop-up concert series. And it was their one-year anniversary, and the lady that runs it, she owns a vinyl Jeanette. company. Her name's Jeanette. And she, uh, she owns a vinyl company, and she said, hey, if you come up and cater our one-year anniversary, you know, I'll do your vinyls for you. I'm like, well, then that's great. No we got to go cater this event up at Berkelhagen, which is a professional food photography studio, which is amazing. Amazing. You know, nice. one of the, as a cook, you know, just one of the, your dream, you know, yeah, it's, like, dream it's almost kitchen. like it's a pleasure just, to be working that function anyway. Oh, it was a blast. And to be able to see the Gage brothers play and, you know, nice. and that's where we met them. Oh, those guys are great. Yeah. Zach, yeah. Zach was my intern a couple of years ago. Okay. Awesome. He's a great guy. Yeah. So we're Such hoping to have guys. them play at our opening day. Too. Very cool. They're so good. They played here at Musica a couple times. Yeah. Once, couple or weeks ago. once or twice in the past couple months. Yeah. So yeah, we, yeah, we met all them up there and we, it was just a great connection kind of thing. I booked a couple other jobs off of doing it and, uh, got our vinyls for you know my time and my food costs and stuff like that so it worked out really well that's awesome it was just an awesome awesome event mm -hmm. <laughs> and, so, and maybe they'll have you back for that same event i would love to yeah i mean yeah it sounds like you guys are going to be pretty prominent once you, you hit the road so look for the the square scullery uh matte black truck uh where can people find out more information websites uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Our website is www.squarescullery.com. Uh, we try to keep everything pretty simple. Also, as well as AkronFoodTrucks.com. Yes, we just purchased that URL, too. Oh, nice. Um, so nice. that's one thing that is you know, super predominant about what we're doing is uh, we're not just going up to Akron or Cleveland. Cleveland or Canton, you know, we really want to push in Akron. We really want to bring trucks to Akron, um, especially of different varieties, different types of food, um, home cooked meals, nothing's frozen, nothing's pre, 
you know, pre-prepared or bought prepared. I mean, it's we're using local farmers and yeah, we're trying to source as much as we possibly can from local farmers and you know different artisans for breads or you know anything that we possibly can that's local is what we're trying to shoot for. And dietary friendly too. Yeah. Vegetarian, vegan, gluten free. We're trying to be as accommodating as you know possible. Um, but no, I mean we are Akron Truck. That okay. is that is the goal. That's cool. awesome. We'll also be at Porch Rocker too. We'll we also be at Porch Rocker. Porch we'll Rocker, right? Yeah. All right. We'll Love be it. in our driveway. Porch Rocker's <laughs> awesome. You'll be in your own driveway. Yeah, yeah it's own driveway. So cool. cool. Well, you won't have to go far. You gonna <laughs> yeah, charge yourself? A, are you gonna charge yourself a vendor fee? <laughs> well, we did. <laughs> no, still we still have paid to pay the vendor one, fee. Ah, oh, darn. Yeah. Even though you're in your driveway, they cut it like in half because it was our own driveway. That's good. So hamburger festival. You have to walk five feet out your door and be at work. That's awesome. Yeah. Beyond. Hopefully, band's playing on our porch. We haven't heard for sure one way or the other yet. Yeah, I know. I mentioned it to you. I'm lobby to play on your porch. I mean, I'd really like to ourselves on our porch in awesome. general it's it's a pretty awesome porch good nice sounds like can chris and i come hang out on your porch sometime? yeah anytime we'll 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 i'll bring the lemonade awesome <laughs> maybe maybe with a something to, you know yeah. a little special in there to make it a little adult lemonade a little yeah. seasoning yeah <laughs> all about it some really fun lemonade so so scullery is s-c-u-l-l-e-r-y and it actually means like a small kitchen, like yes. a auxiliary kitchen, right? That's um, right. Kind of a, a spillover. So it's kind of a neat, a neat name, and it's you know it's it's alliterative and it's great. Um, so squarescullery uh, dot com, Facebook, Twitter, um, all the usual social media channels. Check them out. They're gonna be hitting the road really soon. Yeah, and look for them at the uh, food truck Friday event on is it July 9th, You said July eighth. July eighth, excuse me, and at the Akron Farm and Flea Market, then on July tenth, as well as uh, other fun appearances and things that they'll be doing around town. Uh, things like porch rocker. It's so awesome to have you guys. It's so awesome uh, to to have people enhancing the Akron food scene. We're all about that as well. And thank you guys for being here today. We'll definitely look yeah. forward to to eating. Yay! <laughs> Every Yay year you're gonna eating. make. I'm I'm excited. Indeed. I'm all about some good food. So thank you. you so much for having us. Thank, thank you. you guys. So we're gonna do a, uh, go over a few events before we wrap up. Do you guys have any events you want to promote? Anything you know of going on that you're interested in? Um, one I'm just working on uh, with the people from Blue right over here. We're they're gonna have a jazz festival that we're gonna help co-promote. So that's that's in the midst of things. Is that in August or early yeah, September? Yeah, later August. Okay, right? late August. Like August 26th or 27th. So that's oh, oh here, downtown. That's yeah, correct. it's August 27th. Right here. Yeah, that's right. At Rubber City Blue, Jazz and Blues Festival. That's right. So we're going to help Blue try to co-promote that. Akron Art Museum, Theron Brown. I was going to say, I want to yeah. say Theron Brown is putting that together. Right. And, Great and, Awesome musician, oh, he, great he, community guy. He's a nice guy too. Yep. It's no ego. The guy who's known all around the world. He's just such a, a down to earth nice guy. So, so uh, do you want me to go over mine or go go go? Okay, you got it. I just have a few here. Um, this week is Arts Alive on Wednesday at five thirty at Summit Art Space. Um, honoring some of the people in our arts community with some special awards. Live at Lock uh, 4 on Thursday, the Beyonders, Rebecca Jean, and former podcast guest DJ Roger Riddle, um, who recently did like a Prince David Bowie dance yeah. party. Purple um, Stardust. Purple Stardust. That was this past <clears throat> Friday night. Yes. And let's see, what else? Akron Art Prize event Monday, uh, June 20th at 4 p.m. at Margaret Clark Morgan Gallery in Hudson. Akron Art Prize is a big deal. It's it's really picked up some steam. We're getting a lot of world-class artists here uh, submitting things. Uh, the 22nd, or actually also on the 20th, Salam Neighbor screening uh, for World Refugee Day. That's going to take place at the Akron Library. It's a documentary. On the 22nd, there's a Kenmore Cool with two K's stage play um, and it's I think it's geared for kids but it's a great neighborhood event it starts at 1 p.m. and that is at the Kenmore Branch Library and last but not least January 20 or sorry January wow June 24th uh, the electric pressure cooker cabaret at 8 p.m. at um, none too fragile theater at Merriman Valley and that's uh, friends of ours wandering aesthetics you know a real close partner with the Akronist, and they do this great anything goes open mic. Oh, I, I got one more. Twenty, the twenty fifth Akron Ale Fest here in downtown Akron at one p.m. Yes, that's gonna be really cool. So, um, yeah, get to all these events, please. 
Yes, I was going to mention that too. That's under the trolley barn, uh, the Akron Ale Fest, and tickets are currently on sale. You want to try and get them ahead of time. Uh, they're trying to get everything organized, and they want to know how much beer to have on hand for you. So you can go to AkronAleFest.com. Again, it's going to be June 25th under the trolley barn. Uh, it's presented by Crafty Mart. There's going to be food vendors, of course. Urban Eats will be part of it. Nuevo will be part of it, and several others. So that's going to be a fun day and really cool location as well. It's at the corner of uh, MLK and High Street, if you're not familiar. And there's also uh, some fun things going on. In the way of the Soapbox Derby, it's going to be Akron's Family Day at the Derby. It's Wednesday, June 22nd from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, it's going to be at 789 Derby Downs Drive, uh, if you guys know where that is. For more information, you can actually call 330-375-2852 uh, for tickets or to just uh, find out more. And tickets are $10 for adults or children. The Rubber City Games are also coming, and this is really adorable, Chris. This is for, uh, well, I shouldn't make it sound like, you know, I'm patronizing older, the older crowd. <laughs> Let me back Am up. I, is my oldness well, adorable to you? <laughs> I don't think you would qualify, but this okay. is for fi people 50 and older. Okay, I'm not 50. So. Okay, that I know. So, I'm yeah, I would, 60. come on. You look okay. like a spring chicken over here. Uh, it's Akron's inaugural Rubber City Games. Uh, men and women 50 years of age and older are invited to, par to participate in fun, competitive, and non-competitive events. Uh, for ten it's a 10-day event. There's opening ceremonies. There's fitness walks. Everything kicks off on August 11th. And you can call the following phone number, 330-375-2852, uh, the same as the previous number. Uh, it looks like that's a really great information line for these events. Um, but there is also a website, akronohio.gov slash active adults. And great. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. And then we do have the uh, next farm and flea market. I want to thank everybody again for coming yesterday. So plan to come to the July 10th one if you can. That's going to have a really cool um, theme attached, bicycles and brews, so bikes and brews, and Hop and Frog is going to be part of that event. We're looking forward to that one already. The new food truck will be there. Um, Yay! <laughs> that, we're, yeah, that we're all excited about. Uh, Square Scullery. And what else did I have? I had one more. Okay, so there's going to be this really cool tour of gardens. I don't usually have papers, and I'm shuffling today. Tour of Gardens, this is the annual Master Gardeners of Summit County hosting uh, a tour of gardens. It's going to be Saturday, June 25th, that's June 2-5, from 8.15 a.m. to 4.30. It's at the Northwest Family Center uh, is where it starts, but you board a trolley and it will take you to seven, what they're calling seven amazing gardens with a stop for lunch halfway through. And that just sounds precious, like to go see some of the really um, beautiful, prominent gardens around town. I love that sort of thing. And these tickets are $22. And again, you can call that same number uh, that I mentioned, 330-375-2852, um, and see if there's tickets still available. Uh, you might want to get on that. But thank you guys again for coming, Matt and Heather. It was so nice to have you. Thank you, Chris. I'm, I'm, I'm nothing here without you. I mean, there would be no wires. There would be no microphone. I'd just be talking to myself. But there would be a lot less personality without you here, <laughs> and I couldn't carry it myself. Thank you, though. Well, we love you, Akron. Uh, we look forward to seeing you at all the community events. Get out there and enjoy the parks. Uh, and uh, we're going to have some fun podcasts coming up, so kind of keep listening and, and check our Facebook page for that. We've got some fun ideas, fun ideas coming up for you this summer. Okay, and as always, keep it an, an Akron, Akron day. day.